You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sunland Private Wealth. Nick, there was a bit of a surge on Wall Street last night. Where did that come from? What was that all about? <laughs> yes, I actually, I made a, I made a, sorry, morning, Lindsay. I made a comment um, on the morning meeting this morning. I started off, I basically said, here's a classic example why you have to be so careful shorting this market. Because the Dow Jones in the last couple of hours basically booked its, its best one-day gain in three weeks. Mm. Um, it really was a huge spike up. And I think there's a little bit, I don't know, I'm not even going to bring COVID-19 into it because I think we're all sort of virus fatigued. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was some you know, really positive data out of uh, new home sales uh, that spiked 44%. That was a record spike. But once again, my little asterisk there coming off a very low base in April. Um, and, and then, of course, the airline industry, there was some news coming out from U.S. regulators that they were going to basically allow for the uh, certification of Boeing's Max 737 MAX planes. Oh, yeah. So, so off the back of that, Boeing was up uh, 14% in Southwest 9, and Boeing's a huge component of the Dow. So there was a, there was a couple of sort of um, things that came out, I guess some news flow, topped in the fact that it is, of course, uh, the last uh, day of the quarter, last day of half year, so a bit of window dressing too. So mm. put that all in, a bit of a blue sky, ignoring the, the sort of pl- the escalating cases in, in Florida and California, and the market went on a charge. Yes, it did. So it was a sort of a spurious rally on the back of an aircraft manufacturer that has had an, an aircraft rather mm. that has been in lockdown itself for around about a year now because of the fact that it was faulty. And I don't know if someone said to me, I've got a cheap ticket to uh, Mallorca, but you've got to go on a 737 MAX. I think I'll take the train. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I just want to sort of pivot back to being caught to end and all the rest of it in the end. And obviously the extraordinary three months that we've we've come through. I mean, just to give you some numbers and those who want to take a little bit of stock here, um, the European indexes have risen um, 12.4% between April and June. That's setting Europe up for the best quarter since 2015. Um, if you look at what's happening in, in uh, the S&P, S&P is now in positive territory for June. And, of course, coming closer to home for the JSE, also some nice statistics here. The all shares now climbed uh, 22% since the start of April, which puts it on, on record for the strongest quarter, get this, Lindsay, in two decades. Mm. The last time we had a quarter like this in Johannesburg was 2001. And then emerging market stocks in general are, are heading for their biggest gains since uh, 2010, up about 17%. But on a, on a benchmark for South Africa, those who want to keep keep stock, uh, our JSE all share is number eight out of the 93 global indexes tracked since Monday's closed. So it really has been the most unbelievable three months. And if it's felt unbelievable, you're out. The numbers back it up. It's once in a 20-year event that we've had in the last three months. You're a font of knowledge. The dollar rand is um, 1735. The British pound against the rand is 2128. And the euro rand is 1944 with the euro dollar, a dollar strong, 112.10, the euro dollar. Last night in the United States of America, the Dow Jones was up two and a third percent. The S&P was up one and a half percent. The Dow Jones obviously skewed by Boeing, as Nick referenced earlier on. The Nasdaq up 1.2 percent this morning in the Far East. What have we got here? As I scroll down... 
Tokyo up one and a third percent, not bad. Shanghai up 0.8 percent. Hang Seng up 0.3, and the Australian All Share Index in Sydney up around about one and a half percent. On the commodities markets, the gold price, yeah, it's taking its time. It's, it's taking a bit of a breather at 17.72, which is unchanged. The platinum price is 8.13 and a half, which is also unchanged. Where's palladium, please, Nick? Yeah, palladium is bouncing back nicely, 1910 at the moment. Uh, that's up to shy of a percent, uh, but back above that 1900 level. Some fiddling on the oil markets. The WTI crude is down a percent. Brent, on the other hand, is down 1.7 percent. 39.32 for WTI, and Brent crude is 41.71. That's gone very, very quiet as well recently. What's the mood this morning? Because I thought this week would be very interesting, but actually, it's not that interesting because the Americans are already looking forward to their weekend off which is the july the fourth weekend but whether Mm. they can enjoy it or not i don't know certainly they can't in florida because it's in lockdown again yeah exactly that the four-day week and uh quite a bit of data sort of sort of squashed into the four days and some quite big data obviously rounding off on thursday with which typically is the friday which is the non-farm payroll numbers but i mean this s&p and this american and markets in general lindsay i guess they remain in like a bit of a a bit of a churning mode. I mean, we were strong yesterday, but overall it feels like we're trying to consolidate some of these massive gains we've seen since uh, those March 23rd lows. Um, and, of course, the one side, you've got the easy fiscal and monetary policy, and then the other side, we've got some of these uh, dominant macro themes. But in general, I think it's just a churn. You know, I don't know where the next leg up or down is going to be from here. Um, and we had some numbers out this morning, which we didn't mention, which were the uh, manufacturing PMR for China. Yes. That's a quite a watched indicator. That came in at 50.9, which was slightly better than the 50.4. So, you know, for me, it's, it's difficult to, to take a position either way because you've got the largest economy in the world on the one side in America, which is, uh, you know, because some very worrying escalations and, and potential lockdowns in some of its key states. I mean, you can't lock down California with knocking half the world. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a GDP on its own. And then on the other side, you've got something like China, which these numbers are starting to look pretty good. Um, we know they're probably massaged a bit, but nevertheless, uh, they still look a lot better. And, that, and, and I, hence, I think we get these sort of real sort of the volatility swings. And I think that if anything look forward to next quarter, Lindsay, I think this volatility is going to just be here to stay for a while. Yeah, that's my theme for the week, the second wave, whether it be the second wave of uh, COVID-19 mm. or whether it be the second wave of volatility. And if that volatility is sort of prompted by the upside or the downside on stock markets, I don't know. But volatility tends to uh, spike when markets are mm. under pressure. Anyway, let's have a look at the Stock Exchange news service this morning. Uh, 7.28 this morning in Balu World Limited. Results for the six months ended 31st of March. The share price down around about 4% on my screen anyway. Barlow World, do you like that one? Yeah, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. It's not the full indication once again because we're looking for uh, you know, the, the numbers up to yesterday because while we've been stuck in, in lockdown. But nevertheless, you know, they, they did guard recently uh, and it wasn't far from the latest guidance. Um, you know, once again coming out with... Uh, with with basic results that are a little bit, I guess, as to be expected, but 
not mad about them, but I, I still quite like Barnabas as, as a whole. Nothing else on the stock exchange news service this morning. No, very, very thin. We do have outside of, outside of the, the the stock exchange news service, we do have a big data print coming up, which is the South African GDP number, yes. which is due a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we are looking for a contraction of um, of four point five percent, is the consensus view. Um, but obviously, bearing in mind this is obviously up. It's only the first quarter. That's before COVID-19 really took hold. But uh, nevertheless, South Africa was showing quite worrying signs of a slowdown before. So if it is worse than a 4.5% drop, and that is only up to the end of March, then I think the next leg is going to be really ugly. Hmm. What time does that come out? That, I think, is, let me see if correct in my screens, that is just after 11 o'clock. What happened with Process and Naspas, by the way? You were enthusiastically talking about those numbers coming mm. out. What happened? Yeah, look, I didn't think they were so bad. I mean, they came out late. Interesting enough, they came out. You were right. They did come out after the close, after 5 o'clock an hour time. Um, I didn't think they were actually so so bad. I mean, we had to look at Tencent this morning to get an indication of, of, of where it was. And uh, Tencent was up 2.8%. Uh, they came out with numbers which were a lot better than I think expected. But, of course, they did guide just a week ago. Yes. Um, so it wasn't too far of a deviation from that. Uh, interesting enough, nice big cash pile. They're sitting with a lot of cash. Uh, they, they've got a lot of also sort of lines that they – are not necessarily having to tap into if they need to. 120 billion rand of, of essential war chests they've got. And one of these companies that I think, as we know, are, doing what, are sort of benefiting from people staying at home. Uh, once again, we know Mr. Van Dyck is, he's got a huge, I don't know if it's his pet project, but he keeps on pushing this, um, this food delivery business. And in hindsight, that did look like the right thing to do. Uh, that's actually sucking up a lot of capex at the moment. But all in all, I think it remains on track, and it's one of those shares that, um, you know, I don't think. I think if you've got the shares, you hang on to them. I wouldn't be selling them now. No, who would? Okay, on the upside today on the JSC, Vivo up 11.7%. Um, uh, the Polish property company, EPP, up 4.8%. DRD Gold up 3.1%. First round up nearly 3%. Interesting. Uh, process, as we've just been talking about, uh, up 2 and 2 thirds percent. On the downside, South 32, nearly 5% weaker. Bala World down 4.6% after their numbers. Hammerson down 3.5%. Sappy down 29 and mass down uh, 2% or something. But it just seems to me that people are in limbo at the moment. The market goes mm. down, people buy it. The market goes up, people sell it. It's, it's a strange week. And I think after tweeting earlier on this week that it would be an interesting week, I think actually next week will be the interesting one after the July the 4th holiday. I do, I do agree with you, Lindsay. And also after obviously quarter end as well, and this this massive bounce back, I said it is extraordinary bounce back. So unless they come out with I don't know some sort of magic vaccine, uh, which will which will make this the this, this, this shortest recession in history, um, I think it's some real questions that we ask, or some hard questions in the weeks to come, going into the into the second half of this year, um, which when a market which is not cheap at the moment and asset prices which look a little bit elevated. We need to figure out, um, you know, can the earnings catch up or you know, what is going to happen in the second half? And I think you're right. Going into the second half is going to be crucial. 9.39 this morning, Distel came out with a trading update. Uh, you haven't had a chance to have a good look at it, but it has come out. What do you make of Distel in general? I mean, obviously, it sells booze. And there's, <laughs> been, a lot of, there's been a lot of restrictions on that particular activity. 
know, it's still it's, it's quite an interesting one. They they should be in the reasonably good spot. They don't they don't deal with beer. It's, uh, it's a spirits, and it's those in South Africa recognize sort of the Savannah cider brand. Um, Amarula as well, the cure. So they, they operate in a slightly different space to the other guys. They don't do this sort of craft beer and all the rest of it. Mm. But um, thank God. Never, nevertheless, you know, with a lockdown entering 94 days here in South Africa now, and, uh, and and the lack of sort of sporting events and stadiums being open and all the rest of it, they're suffering just like less, uh, the rest of them. I mean, the stock was 100. Uh, sort of forty odd bucks. It's down at sort of the mid seventies now, so it's hard. And I guess that's in line with some of the other brewers. But still, it's uh, I think they've got some big challenges, eh? Which is the, for a locally run group, it's a little bit. Uh, they've got some some big mountains to climb. Interesting little uh, sentence here. Distel has also generated a total of twenty one million rand in revenue from the sales of ethanol and sanitizer since the lockdown. So they've changed their production line uh, from whatever they do to. Um, sanitizer so we can wash our hands every day well it makes sense with the alcohol um i don't know if it's going to generate the, <laughs> i'm not going to drink as much sanitizer as i normally drink cider so there we go exactly <laughs> sure so, so anyway I won't, say, I won't say anything more give us the uh, uh jsc indices after 52 minutes of trading please Okay, after 52 minutes of trading, we were actually quite nasty in the green. We sort of bucking the trend. We saw a little bit of a sell-off in, in European uh, indices on the open, but they're also slowly going back to unchanged. I think expect a bit of window dressing for the last day of the quarter. On that note, uh, the South African top 40 index up 302 points, or 0.6%. The JSU all share uh, up a little better, 325 points. Also 0.67% higher. Uh, gold shares are down. Plats are up going sideways. Industrials are 0.8% firmer. Technology shares also a little bit better. That's up almost 1.2%. And that is it. Let's see how we get on today. Yeah, and we'll speak later on with David Shapiro. So it'll be the double-headed dream team for the 5 o'clock shadow this evening. Nick Kunzer is from Sun and Private Wealth. And that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.